So that that being said, what 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 is food to you? Well, I mean, for the mo- longest time, it was just whatever I could put in my body because I was poor. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom, like, she taught me a lot of like how to cook like a poor person and not like show it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, where to shop, all the cheap meats to buy, and like, I love her for that because like, it it was actually pretty like good cooking. And then when I became eighteen. Top ramen every day. Top ramen oh, yeah. with eggs and cheese. I learned my like the best recipe of top ramen is this: you take your top ramen, you boil it, you strain out all the water, you put like three tablespoons of butter in it, and then mm-hmm. put some uh, mix it together. Put your powder and you put some cheese in it. It's like the best mac and cheese of your entire life. But that it, it's like awesome. it sounds awesome, but it's definitely gonna like you feel your heart slowing down. Every oh time. yeah, yeah. You feel okay. you feel that like skipping a beat. Yeah, that's what's happening. <laughs> that's totally. That, that reminds me of like it's, uh, another my one of my favorite uh, like college ramen recipes, quote unquote, um, which is a uh, ramen and uh, chicken casserole. And so you like take canned chicken. You mm-hmm. so you cook the ramen. Yeah, yeah. Right. Strain all the water out, and um, you put canned chicken and cream of chicken mm-hmm. in it, and mix it all up in a in a. Uh, Casserole dish. Yes, casserole dish, and then you throw Ritz crackers on top as the crumb. And Man, that's a redneck casserole. Right <laughs> it's <there. laughs> a redneck casserole, dude. It's dank. Man. It's good. It's, it's I, so I, good. I believe that it's good. Like, it, oh man, that's the worst it's, part. Is like. You know it's good, but you shouldn't be eating it. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. It's everything good in life, but you just shouldn't have that much good in life. You know? Yeah, exactly. There was a there was a podcast I was listening to on my way here, um, and they were talking about, like, what what's, like, that one comfort food that, you know, is from your, from your past in your childhood that always reminds you of home, and that is definitely that is one it? of them. And they're like, most of these things are not things you eat on the regular oh, to like no. keep your dad oh, no. around. But no, no. No, <laughs> no actually, what's, what's funny is the one thing that we did eat on regular that is like the one thing I love in this world is Spam and eggs. Mm-hmm. And my grandma, she she's old school, mm-hmm. like, she with her eggs, she would like have her eggs and like over over easy, and there has to be like runny white egg, like runny runny whites. I'm just like, man, that's horrible. And then like she would put Worcestershire sauce and ketchup on it, and I was just sitting there, I'm like, man, that's so weird. And like one day we're sitting at the diner, and she's like making her scrambled eggs and mixing in the rice and everything like that. And I just took a bite, and after that, it was always like runny yolks and like Worcestershire and ketchup for like. Age six to like twenty one. That's the <laughs> only way I ate my eggs. No scrambled eggs. Always had to be runny. And I'm just like, oh man, it's so. It's just ah, uh, just brings up really good memories because I love spam. Like it's the wine in me. Like spam is everything. So it's just funny how how it comes full circle when you think about that. Let's talk about <laughs> the history of spam sometimes. History of spam. That's good. That's good. I I would love to talk about that. We're gonna talk about that soon. Um, but yeah, so for, for food for me, it's, it was, it went from crappy food to fine dining, which people think, oh, it's fine dining. It's good. It's like, it's kind of, no, it's not healthy at all. It's like tons of butter, (laughs) tons of salt, (laughs) uh, really fatty pizza, uh, pieces of meat because you want the more fat, the better flavor, of course. And it's just like eating fries out of fry bowls and sitting there just, um, you know, having a 15-minute break and 
out of 14 out of that 15 minutes is gonna go smoke a cigarette and gonna go take a bite of something that <laughs> someone either sent back or they messed up on the order Oh, and yeah. that and that led to make yourself a sandwich. Make yourself a sandwich of like whatever you can put on on your plate because you only have fifteen minute break. Call the sandwich. The sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So then, um, for like you know five years of that, then you realize you step on the scale because you finally afford uh, you know insurance, and you are at four hundred fifty pounds and you're mm -hmm. like have high blood pressure and you haven't been on medicine for that in like years and you're looking at yourself and like remembering like your grandfather who was like 500 pounds and he died at like age 46 and they had to bury him in a piano casket or mm -hmm. a piano box as a casket and i'm just sitting there i'm like i'm going down that road and my mom she she was big when I was a baby, and my grandmother was big, and, you know, like, working out and all that stuff wasn't big in our family. And um, I just saw myself dying. I mean, I was in depression, mainly because of my diet, so I was in depression because of my self-image. I was going through a lot, and it was just an idea of, like, wow, like, I'm killing myself through my eating habits, I'm killing myself through not working out, not being physically active, everyone around me is enabling me, and um, that's when I decided I wanted to make a change. And I finally got in a place where like, it was either I go on a diet and start you know, exercising, or I could you know, start counting 15 years and mm -hmm. just hope I can you know, make it through those 15 years. And most likely, even if I make it to 16, I probably won't go past that. So it was it was a really rough time and I and I remember the the time that I was going to do that was when I we had I was working at old at a retirement facility irony I know I hate a retirement facility but I ended up working at it mm -hmm. um I, I was working at a retirement facility and they had a um a weight loss challenge and I waited and I was at 4:45 and I was like mortified yeah because everyone knew it's like mm -hmm. everybody that you worked with, the cute girl at the counter, the girl that you were trying to like hook up with, like everyone knew. And I'm mm -hmm. just like, man, I need to like make a change. So um, it was over six months and it, I was working out with my coworkers. I was eating better. I was bringing in my own food. I was cleaning up. I was like taking out all the bad foods on the house. Never bought ramen ever since. Like to this day, I haven't had ramen. Like, damn. Like, I know, it's been like, it was 2013, so it was about four, almost five years now. And um, I never had ramen ever again. I took out all the crap out of my fridge and just pressed reset. In six months, I, will, I went from 445 to 372. Hmm. Yeah, almost 75 pounds in six months. Um, I just worked out, ate better, and after that, I just never went back. Like, I continued to cook my own food, went out very rarely, and when I did go out, like, I still, like, had the mentality, like, oh. And there's been times, like, over the last five years where I'm like, okay, I went from, you know, 375 to, like, 400, and, 
you know, come back down to 380, and then, so it fluctuates in that, in that realm, and, like, currently, right now, I'm around 390, and it's mainly because I've just been stressed out, yeah. <laughs> I've been working a lot, <laughs> um, but I'm really trying to focus on that, uh, over the next couple of weeks, plus, I'm found out I'm lactose intolerant. Nice. Yeah. Nice. I know. Found on lactose intolerance, so um, I had to change everything I'm in my life. Ask you how you found that out? Oh, it was a bad. It was a bad revelation. I, I was like, man, what is wrong with me? And like, my girlfriend was just sitting there, like, you know, you need, you need to go, go get yourself checked. And as soon as I stopped eating dairy, it stopped. Awesome. And um, yeah, so I'm lactose intolerant. Um, so that's helping with, I think that's probably why I haven't really, like, eliminated a lot of weight, is because I've been, like, poisoning my body with lactose. Yeah. So, um, plus also, like, white bread and stuff like that. So, lately I've been, you know, exploring my ways of figuring out, like, what's the best diet for my body, and, um, now that we're also, like, BeFit ambassadors, where, like, I'm actually, like... Feed the masses sponsored by BeFit to like go and work out and like encourage people to actually make a change in our community and they love what we do and they're like just keep putting videos out man keep putting videos out so I'm doing that uh, in the mornings now and I'm just constantly being surrounded by people that are trying to support me and support what we're doing and we just got a um, a prep sealer which is like a uh, holds a all your food and like takes out the air and all that stuff mm -hmm. and so so it stops the food waste so i'll be using that for my meals now and it's i'm slowly being encouraged by people around me versus like the inner courage mm -hmm. and i think that's the biggest thing is like i was surrounded by people who didn't care about the health and now that i'm surrounded by people that do care about like my health and you know other people's health it's a lot easier to make that change so um food is is one of those things that like if you if you love people and if you want to make people, you know, if you want to show people you care, you cook good food for them that actually is going to, like, you know, make them feel better. And you're going to, like, encourage people to eat better food because you want them to stay stay on earth a lot longer, not necessarily on a dinner table. But, you know, I guess in, in, in theory, mm -hmm. the dinner table of life, yeah. you want them to stay there longer. So, yeah. That's my metaphor of the, of the night. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like it a lot. There you go. <laughs> um, so, the, I, I'm pretty sure I, I know your answer, however, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sure they would be interested. What do you think are today's um, struggles with cooking and nutrition and resources? Um, oh, man. Uh, uh, everything? Um, so, uh, so, again. right, preach it. <laughs> preach it. Okay, I'll preach a little bit. So, starting at oh, the basic, I know, I know. Okay. So, start, <laughs> start, starting with uh, nutrition. So, mm -hmm. schools aren't teaching people anything about nutrition anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, we have to learn everything off of YouTube, um, off of Instagram, social media, and all that stuff. And half the time, it's not even accurate information, and that information only, you know is only relative to a certain specific body type. So learning more information, you actually have to like go out there and find that, find things. And that's what Feed the Mass is like trying to do. Um, when it comes to uh, like food and cooking, you know, a third of people don't, third of, 
a person, average person, only cooks two thirds of their time. So it means for every one of your meals, you're eating it outside your house. So that means that whether it's your dinner, your lunch, or your breakfast, someone is in control of your food. And when you give people control of your food, you don't really know what's in it. You don't know if it's good or if it's bad. Um, and then you pretty much just, you know, admit to McDonald's because they're convenient and they're cheap. Um, resources wise, there is nothing like around that is affordable. That's healthy. That's the hard, that's like the biggest truth in, in the world right now. Yeah. Uh, vegetables. If you go to a farmer's market, they're usually three times or four times more expensive than you would at a regular, uh, grocery store. And even when you go to a grocery store, if you want like organic, it's double the price of the non-organic, which makes no sense because doesn't the non-organic have to commit chemicals that you have to pay for? And the non-organic has no chemicals, so you're paying for nothing? Yeah. So it's it's one of those things like I there's there's some definitely big uh, changes. I'm also food waste. I mean, one of the biggest things that we waste in Portland is um, food. Uh, over, I think over average person's lifetime, they usually throw away at least a third to a half the amount of food they actually buy. So wow. if you if you think about that, like you're you're everything you buy, you're wasting half of it automatically. Mm-hmm. And then you talk about restaurants, and that's even a bigger thing because oh, yeah. if they don't sell, they throw it away. They don't really donate. And then when people try to donate, and they go and like say, "Hey, here's a sandwich," that person goes around and like says, "Oh, I'm gonna sue you because I got sick from it." Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, highly unlikely, but then it ruins it for everybody for that one time that person says, I got sick over a donation. Mm-hmm. It ruins it for everybody. Yeah. So it's... Well, that, that's something we've run, a, run into at the restaurant uh, at Doug Fur um, a lot, actually, is when we've tried to donate food. A lot of people won't, a lot of the food banks won't accept it because... Um, they don't know they, the intentions they, they, behind like how it was prepared, if it was cooled down properly. Exactly, and so which I understand, but it's also like, how do we, how do how do I get this so, to someone's so, mouth? Okay, you know? so and, and actually, you know what's funny is like I always thought about it like this: what is the slowest day of everybody's week? Monday, right? Mm-hmm. Usually Monday, sometimes Tuesday. Um, if you're a good restaurant, no day. But if it's the slowest day is like a Monday. Clear out your fridge on Mondays, close down for like three hours, and feed people for free. And just say, here's the menu, this is what we have on our menu, and just start, just give it away. And just say, hey, come in from, you know, 12 to 2, you come in, get a free meal, whether you're homeless, whether you're not homeless, treat everybody the same. And that's the most important thing. If people are homeless, don't feel uh, sympathy, don't pity them, don't, like, Treat them like a normal customer because I tell you this, that homeless person who actually you treat well is going to take care of you no, as, as long as you are alive. I swear to God, it's, it's one of those things you, you put good out in the world, it's going to come back at you. That homeless person might actually look over your business, might actually, you know, shoo other people away. You build community with those people. And that person, you never know, could be looking for a job, and it could be like your next dishwasher or your next, you know, line cook, and you don't know, or you might be able to help that person. Like, never feel bad for homeless people because those people are just down on their luck, and I think, you know, 
being lucky that we have abundance of food, we should share that luck because mm -hmm. that's the only way we, we should actually like, we should do with our waste is be like, quit being wasteful is by giving other people not necessarily our waste, but our extra. And people are, are too, too stingy to do that or too afraid because of the consequences. I tell, I, and, and that's, that's really the hard part for a lot of people is dealing with the consequences and people abusing it. You know, people abuse it, you deal with the situation and you get over it, but in the same sense, don't, don't change your mind over people over one person. Like there's hundreds and I, I actually looked up the population count in Portland alone, just a port, like Portland area, 526,384 people in downtown Portland alone. And you think that like, that includes homeless people? And I know for a fact, you go down the street, there's at least 40, 40 people that are homeless in one camp, and there's like at least six or seven camps. So, I mean, if you think about it, that's almost a thousand people that you could be nice to and yeah. feed. And there's how many restaurants in downtown Portland? I mean... Countless. Countless. But if, if they on were... On top of the other. Exactly. But if they were to say, hey, I have all this food that's going to go to waste, and I'd rather spend $100 and... $100 in extra product to make them into meals and actually spread that. That's, I think that could cure a lot of food waste. So, um, yeah, if there's, if you're a restaurant and you're hearing this and you want to do that, please contact me because I can definitely help you with that. So, yeah. Sure. Bow show. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Final thing. What is, what is something you want to send the people off with? Something. Okay. So here, here's one thing and it's like not a big rant. Learn to use a knife and buy a good knife. Mm -hmm. Because I tell you this, if you're if you are a sh if you're an amateur cook who's trying to be a chef, if you have a good knife and you're able to make good food with that knife, it will change your life. Mm -hmm. A good knife will change your life. Good knife will change your life. Make that into a t-shirt. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make that into a t-shirt now. <laughs> I look forward to doing this on the reg with you. Yeah. And uh, yeah, teaching I, each other and yeah. teaching these people. And so yeah, no, I, I'm really excited for like these podcasts and these like we're gonna invite other chefs and other mm -hmm. friends, um, topics and like talking about spam and stuff like that. And mm -hmm. if you guys have any ideas of stuff you want to talk about or chefs you want to interview. Please, please, please uh, comment on or you know email us at info at feedthemass.com. Also, Facebook at feedthemasspdx, Instagram at feedthemass, Twitter at feedthemass, and Snapchat at feedthemass. I know, I'm surprised no one's got any of those. Uh, 